When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is hour two of the Wednesday Lori and Julia show. And this is Project Down and Dirty Week. We've been here since this morning acting. Doing, oh, I did some acting. These ladies did some sound work, some Foley sound That's work. That's right. Well, we acted. We had a few very key, key lines that <laughs> our acting Lou. was. Yeah, Lordy the, Lou. This, this project <laughs> will fall apart without us. That's right. <laughs> That's oh. what they should call it. Project would fall apart without us. That's right. Dirty. right. There you go. That's what it is. And and our poor, um, we want to thank... Um, our donation last hour. Yeah. Susan. Oh, thank Susan, you, Susan. Susan, thank you so much. It was very generous uh, donation. We are still... Listen, here's the thing. Here's something that happened today. Okay, tell me. That oh, um, I want to thank Tara Cassandra out in Twitterverse because she she writes, this is a very Minneapolis tweet, but my stomach sank when I heard today that City Pages was shutting down. I'm upset by that on its own merits, but more upset by what that means for our arts culture here. I guess I have been trying to ignore the writing on the wall. Because if you think about what City Pages... Arts and Entertainment. Arts and Entertainment. It's art, music, restaurants, books. It's everything local. and. And we've already lost, you know, so many arts organizations, even even that started like in 2008 and in school and stuff. It's always arts and music that gets cut, that gets cut, 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 you know, and all of that. And and uh, so, Lou, I mean, I just I remember when I moved down here, there was the reader and city pages. And the Twin Cities reader was my very first First job job. out of college. But that was like as a girl who lived in Duluth and I just had come to Minneapolis for some drunkety concert things like the Rolling Stones and Tom Petty. I mean, I would drive to the cities to go to a concert, but I didn't live here until I moved down here. And that was my Bible for oh. everything fun. Yeah. Like uh, my friend and I, we discovered, oh, you could go to art galleries and they had food and wine. And you just, <laughs> Listen, and, we, we, we had okay, one And where the happy hours were and where the bands were playing. Right. And, you know, what was playing, what was at the Walker and what was at this. And I mean, we have had, and City Page is closing. Just this really huge. shows how rattled everything, the big umbrella that the arts uh, category and Springboard for the Arts is going to be busy helping people, but they also, they've already gone through a million dollars in relief money. They have the emergency relief fund. They've distributed a million dollars. That was like through the end of 
June and they're taking new applications, but yeah. all this money, it's like five hundred dollar grants that they give to people and there's just so many people that, that aren't working. Yeah. Because we, we don't have bars uh to go and listen to music theaters, to theaters, local theaters, theaters, you know, and yes, some there's a little bit of opening, but how many people does it really employ? I think of like Dudley Briggs and you know, the Orpheum and just every, you know, every, the, every place that can Broadway, play music. Yep, and yep. at least, you know, we know like the the Art Institute, like they're open. But then what about the local artists? Yes. You know, that uh, paint and sculpt and knit and you right. hope that the boutiques are. Anyway, it's it's dire. It's dire. We, it is. We need, we need some money. And I just kind of that it, there's a lot of great writers and they uh, covered that. Mm-hmm. But um it's just, it's really a sad thing that an alternative weekly paper that did just cover music, arts, and culture mm-hmm. closed today. On At the, one point, we had like four in the twin. You know, we had the Reader, City Pages, pages. and there was like the Onion, and there was the yep. one that the Star Trib was putting yes, out. Yes, the Tom yes. Morgan. Yep. It, and, it's, and now we have zero all weekly. It just, it just is a gut, gut, a gut punch, kind yeah. of. And it's just kind of ironic. That here we are doing this, you know, raising money for local artists. artists. And, and, and again, um, you can just if you would like to help out, anything helps. Thanks, Annette, for your donation. Um, Annette just donated. It's anything helps. I mean, yeah. and, and think of it. If you want to donate twenty five dollars, it's really fifty dollars because we've got Aquarius Home Services who's matching donations. So we need your no da- donations um, to help get the match. So we really, mm-hmm. really need people to um, yeah. just, it's so small. I mean, if, you know, if you can do it, please do it. it. It's something, you know, we make jokes. Lori had that inspiration. I don't know what it was, though, Rocco, <laughs> where she was holding up a sign. Because people, if you want to watch us for the first time while we're recording. It was my hello from the other side. Yeah, she <laughs> held up a sign because we are on um, our MyTalk um, page today, mytalk1071.com. If you go to the Project Dirty, Down and Dirty, click on it. We You scroll down there, the, Rocco, Lori, mm-hmm. me, we can all see each other for the first time. Rocco, I can see you. I get to maybe see someone besides Loreen and her gray wall that I have to look at. I know. Um, but we just appreciate it because every little bit helps. Thank yes. you. Thanks. So that, thanks, Lori. Okay. And that is, it's pretty profound that that did close today. It is. It took feels me, like an end of an era. And if anyone remember, I mean, remember, like the. That's how I found out about new music. Of course. Yeah. You know, was that you would read, okay, because that was where the music writing, it was kind of happening. Also, that's where I discovered, you know, the reader, David Carr. Oh, yeah, amazing. amazing. Dara Moskovitz. Yeah, Jim Walsh. Know, Jim Walsh. I um, mean, just so much good writing. Chris I'm, Hewitt. I still remember reading the, uh, like, there was an oral history of the CC Club. And oh, then when Lee's, when Lee's closed, yes. and I mean, you know, Chris Riemenschneider and, and John Bream and Ross Rayla, they've been in this market, but they cover bigger things and that weekly alternative. That was like where, the, you know, uh, the bands that are playing at other right. places were getting, you know, the covered coverage. and stuff. Right, yeah, right, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, right. well, here, speaking of music, Sting, yes. we want Kelly Clarkson to do a duet's. Remember, Sting, I or just covers. Met, Yeah, well, you know. Sting is releasing an album of duets, you guys. This is the way Barbara Streisand started this. No, Tony Bennett started it. 
Other people do know things it. have been around, but Sting is here. Sting, Sting is here. He and was, remember how lovely he was, Rocco? I met him. Oh yeah, he, you, he was in for the ship for of the Ordway thing. Yeah, which never, never happened. Ran. Never but, happened. But I can't tell you how delightful he was. Well, November twenty seventh, he is doing his album is released, uh, being released. It's called. Uh, I guess the album is called. No, I don't know what the album is called. I guess it's Sting Duets, but he's singing um, with, duets. He's singing uh, Don't Make Me Wait with Shaggy, Whenever oh. I Say Your Name with Mary J. Blige. He's singing We'll Be Together with Annie Lennox. Yeah, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. I have, um, I was on Spotify. There's something called Little Something with somebody named Melody Gardot. Probably. Yes. Oh, all right. All right. Let's listen. Okay. Really uh, popular in Europe. Like she's hot. Oh. This Melody Gardot. Oh, I love this. Okay, so there you I go. Love that. Maybe a little cool. something you're going to buy for somebody who really loves their Sting. It's a duets uh, track list, and that's what the album is called, Duets. By Sting. Oh, that's, yeah. I love I love her. Well, you said we'll be together. That was with somebody, right? Because that's a Sting solo song. I wonder, I wonder if. With Annie Lennox, she's yeah. just going to sing with them and make it sound magical. I was wondering if any of these other songs were like Sting or Police Song. Oh, I'll look I, it up. I don't know. All People right. love that Don't Make Me Wait was Shaggy. I could play that one too. Yeah, you know, but they we're, really we're love that over. one. It's, okay. it's my it's, segment. It's Julia's time. time. I hate it when no, you guys cut into my time. The random thought for the today, today is don't be afraid to donate. No, I love it. I saw the story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, Lori, how do you feel about a duck having more Instagram followers than we have? <laughs> I feel, you know, like I should feel worse about it. I, yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. Um, ben Affquack. Oh, I, we're going to follow him. Is a drumming duck in St. Paul who oh. set the world record. What? We are following him. Did Mike him. Marcotte, did he adjudicate I this? I don't know. I don't know yet. I haven't read the whole story. Okay. That would require me planning ahead. Okay. Um, he has... But Ben Affquack has the most um, followers on Instagram for a duck. Oh, yeah. He's Mm -hmm. under Minnesota Duck. 82,000? This duck can make money. I know. We might need to add a duck into our, um, you know, our family, you guys. We're already following it. I told you. I just did it when you were saying, what is Julia doing over there? I was trying to do my work. Oh, my Um, word. Derek Johnson uh, brings his pet duck named Ben Affquack. Down to Harriet Island for a walk in the parks or a swim several times a week. I love that he's my little adventure buddy. He gets me to do things. When they're not at the park, Ben is usually busy feathering his nest in Johnson's shed. By the way, this is something you can go home with today. Ducks are very social animals. So we try to let him inside or go on walks with him as often as we can. I remember when I went to Arizona State, I had a friend, Kevin... And Kevin had two pet ducks, Harriet and um, someone else, someone famous name. And I remember walking them on the campus of ASU thinking this is... Ozzy, was it Ozzy? Ozzy and Harriet? I I don't think it was. I feel like it was Teddy and Harriet or whoever Harriet Roosevelt was, whatever their names were. Um, I'm getting it all wrong, probably. 
but he we would go and walk on ASU campus with these ducks, and it was hysterical. They they had little ribbons and. Well, he's billed as a fitness model. Yes, I love it. Maybe that's it too. And he says that whenever he hits the road, the darling duck. It's so cute. Comes this back is home. Such a cute they Instagram. Think, and Derek says about his pet duck, Ben Affleck. He's pretty sure he has no idea he's a duck, and he has no idea how famous he is. I no. mean, now at this point, I mean, he can get paid posts. He has since Eric <laughs> Ben bought him from a store when he was just a little chick. Uh, the two go everywhere together, from Valley Fair to Target Field to the oh, Mall of America, man. and he posts his things around it. So if you want to follow something funny, Ben Affquack. That's cute. Mm-hmm. That is really cute. Remember the raccoon um, years ago that was on the side of the building in St. Oh, Paul? Was, that was just last summer. Raccoon, raccoon. Raccoon, raccoon, and the book was written? Summer of 2019, yeah. Julia. It wasn't years ago. It, it feels was. like years ago. It does. Doesn't it? That's, it does. That's because of the time soup. Of it the does. pandemic, COVID, we need to everything. thank people are donating. Oh, Lori. good! Thank I'm you, so everybody, glad. for donating to Springboard for the Arts. Katie, Ilana, Sherry, Lyle, um, Annette, Susan. Thank you, everybody, for donating. We really appreciate it. And I know that a lot of people that are in all you know what we would call the arts, they listen to us and they're out of work and they're like cheering us on on the sidelines, I going, know. "Damn, I wish I had some." You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. That's 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 a lot of our people, Jules. I know. All right, I want, I've got, do you guys think um, that this is something, there's a TikTok trend right now, and I can't believe our little Brittany has not come in and filmed this with us, but apparently um, there's a PSA going around right now because um, people are gluing, super gluing vampire teeth in their mouth. No, this is on TikTok right now. There's a trend on TikTok where That's people a are doing that. It's, idea. it's a terrible idea. I just super glued a brat back together. The the sparkles were coming off the brat and it got on my finger a little bit. Can you imagine that in your mouth? Oh my gosh. I've had super glue on my lip once when I was trying to make something stick together. It's not a good idea. No. You don't want to do that, so please don't do it. Um what do you guys think? Like, I always liked, like, at this time of the year, like, you could jam marshmallow. Like, you could take the mini marshmallows shove and them shove them up your, on teeth, your teeth. Or, or bugle corn bugle, chips yeah, or candy cane we'd yeah, shove yeah. up on our teeth. But, you know. Or dots. We haven't had dots in so long, Lori. Julia, we've uh, been punishing ourselves. We have been, apparently. Mm-hmm. We have been punishing ourselves. Okay. Now, one of the things I think is really hard to do, and we were talking about cooking squash, how hard it is to cut into the squash, and people called in a couple weeks ago telling us squash tips to warm up the squash, but people are carving pumpkins right now, and it is so hard. Rocco, have you carved your pumpkins? Uh, No, but here's what my wife did last night. She was like, I'm going to go to Lund's because their pumpkins are indoors, and so they won't be frozen, so so we can carve them, because if I go to like... Menards or Cub, they're going to be outside and uncarvable. Yeah, they're so cool. Those you got to paint. Listen to what someone did and it worked. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Because getting all the goo out of the inside, then it is everything. Someone actually used a power washer, you know, those spray things, um, turned the pumpkin, you know, took off the lid and just sprayed the crap out of it and tipped it over and everything came out. I absolutely hate carving pumpkins. I think that that is the dumbest thing ever. Remember the beautiful and ones? making the seeds. I did. And, oh, oh, really? I just, I didn't, I don't like, I, 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 I like, I liked when I discovered with Casey's kids that we liked painting with fingernail polish. Yeah. Faces on the little ones. People like It was so much more faces. fun than carving. We, we all we didn't carve. carving. We remember the cute ones I made with my kids. I might have to find them because we used Did a you scraper use... and we like on the outside, etched we didn't it. etched it. We didn't go all the way through at the end and we had patterns. Yeah, that was, and then, those are kind of cool. That was really mm. cool. We etched them out and they looked so good. Those I were just very bust good. out the fingernail polish and the little baby pumpkins and gourds. There's so I guess it's a certain age kid that will but do these that. These days, the pumpkin carving game has just been upped with people that do that kind of three. But, but nobody oh, cares. But nobody stuff. cares about your pumpkins this year. Can I just yes, break they it to will everybody? because people no. people are probably still taking walks. Right? They they are, but nobody's going to judge you for not. That's true. I'm just saying, of all the years not to be judged, you're not going to be judged about a lot of things this year. Yeah, it's. It's that year. Yeah, it's if you don't vote, people are going to judge you about that. That's about the only thing you can yeah. think of, you know? And if you don't, just don't say it, please. And, you know <laughs> right. who's come forward? Shaq today and uh-huh. Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez and Shaquille O'Neal said that they have never voted before. Neither is Snoop Dogg. This wow. is the first year that he said he's voted. And man, he's he's... 50-something, I think, Snoop Dogg. So there's a lot of people out there that have never voted before. So don't be embarrassed. You're in good company. But this is good news. You know, we were talking about the famous Tram bookstore in New York that might have to close down. Yeah. It's the famous store after the pandemic cut its sales 70%. Within 24 hours, thousands of orders were placed online and people lined up outside to buy books. Support your local bookstores, people, and your local artists, and donate. Go to My Talk Keyword Project. We so appreciate it. Thank you. We'll be back. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you, uh, people, because we had a few people just donate in the last, uh, like, half hour, yes, Julia. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, they heard our plea. They found the time. They thought about it, and they thought, yes. No, and I think it was all when you did that whatever, that producing moment that you... Hello heard. from the other side, me and Adele from yeah. SNL when I... Yeah. I grabbed her performance on my phone, that so I would always so, have it. That was so bad. Okay, so... Um, okay, so I have... While we're what? waiting for Chris Hewitt, yep. my mom gave me her movie review of Borat. Oh, did she watch it? Yes, okay. my mom watched it. And um, now my mom is a lady of a certain age and sensibility, doesn't like bad words, doesn't, not, doesn't like crude language okay. or whatever. And... Uh, her review of the movie, because she vaguely remembered seeing the first one, like six or seven, whenever that came yeah. out. 
and with my brother at the theater, okay. you know, and thought it was funny, but watching it at home with one other person, she said the crude outweighed the funny for her. Oh, it did. Mm-hmm. And but Chris and Chris Hewitt, Chris Hewitt liked loved it. it. I mean, it's, yep. I, you know, it just kind of depends. Like, if you were someone who doesn't like crude, sure, language, crude situations, crude okay. humor. I wonder- for, for her, and then she told me one of the things, and I just screamed when she told me. It sounds so funny. What, no, one of the crude, how crude it was. Okay, Do we have a Chris Hewitt. Yeah, Chris Hewitt. Hi, Chris. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hi. All right, Chris. Thanks for let's, joining us. Yes, thank you. Um, let's. We're just getting the Borat review out of the way, and my mom gave it the crude did not outweigh the funny for her. Coincidentally, I saw the first one with my parents, too. You oh, did? Really? Okay, how did that go? Well, not great. They <laughs> happened to be visiting whenever the screening, the advanced screening was before the week had opened. Yeah. And so, and usually what would happen is they would pick a time to visit when I was going to see a bunch of movies because they love them. Right. And go to all of them with me. So they went with me, and I thought the first one was really funny and interesting, and they were very put off by the crudeness. Yeah. <laughs> So, so if you are fact, if if you know that you don't like that, this right. is not your movie. No, and it's a very particular uh, sense of humor that you know is okay with outrageous stuff. And I actually tend to be, but there was I think probably the thing that you're referring to, Lori, gave me pause too because it's just so vile. Yeah, and I'm not sure the people who are kind of the victim of that prank necessarily deserve it, but. This, I don't know if your mom talked about this, but the thing that I, that really kind of surprised me about this one is it's actually moving. It is. Parts. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think it has much more of a, a message okay, and than the first kind one. of an arc for the story of Borat and his daughter than, than the first movie did. Okay. So I would say, you know, yeah, my mom is not the typical sure. audience. She just remembered that my brother dragged her to it. And her memory of it was that it wasn't because, you know, that is kind of his thing is crudeness. Yeah. 100%. I just remember point. it was so outrageous laughing yeah. so hard, hard at that first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I couldn't believe anything could be that funny, you know, know, in the moment. Well, all right, Chris, we got to tell you, know, today, well, all this week, you know, we're, re- we're restaging War of the Worlds. Have you heard about this? I'm quite surprised we hadn't had a call from the Star Tribune from someone wanting to interview somebody about this amazing production. <laughs> I saw you doing uh, uh, Foley. Yes. Special effects, sound yes. effects work. So we are recreating War of the Worlds, and Jeffrey Hatcher has rewritten it to make it a comedy. Peter, um, what is his last name? Rostin. Rostin. More? No. Yeah, Rost- yeah, yeah. Peter, Peter Rostin. Yeah. yeah. He's our director. Yes. I mean, it's like we're doing, you know, we're really acting. I mean, it's like we've got right? a whole sound stage here, Chris, and we're we're doing it. And we're one of our charities is um, the one that Julie and I have is Springboard for the Arts, where we're mm-hmm. raising money for their um, emergency relief funds for everybody in the it, it, that makes their living creatively for uh, assistance and we just get the news today that city pages is shutting down now i know the star tribune has owned them and stuff but it's ironic to me that on a day like we're fundraising for this city pages which covers 
arts, arts theater, you know, everything the creative, you know, folds today. That's how yeah, bad and it in is. Fact, well, and people are raising funds for the the folks who are going to be out of work. There's a yes. big GoFundMe, actually, that's already got a lot of money raised for them. Uh, it, yeah, it's so sad. I mean, I get that, you know, virtually all of their advertising came from restaurants and concerts and theater that isn't happening. But right. Gosh, it's sad. I mean, that's how, that really just, yes. it's amazing that it was able that, that they kept it going as mm-hmm. long as they did. But, but when that's where all your ad money comes from, and it's also everything you're covering. Yeah. They cover it all. Yeah. I mean, didn't, isn't that where you worked? Uh, was that really sort of. okay? How what, what's your connection? What, my connection is when I first came to the Twin Cities, I worked at the Children's Theater Company in PR and knew City Pages music editor at the time, who was Jim Walsh. Yeah. Yes, and they were looking for. They had done this pseudonym column for restaurant reviews. Everybody pretended they were somebody named Sybil French, and I guess they decided they were tired of that. So they asked me if I would do some restaurant reviews, basically just for whatever it would cost to eat at a place. I didn't get paid very much. But So my first bylines in town were when I worked at CTC. This would be 1992 uh, in City Pages, and it was really fun. You know, you can kind of get away with a lot in a restaurant review. So I have very fond feelings about City Pages. Oh, yeah. You know, and... And when we're talking about, you know, I was talking to um, some of our friends at Chanhass and some of the people that we're working with this week here for our classic radio drama. So many people are furloughed. So many people, you know, there's, there's just, it's really scary for artists. There are music, it's scary for our local people. So what Springboard for the Arts does is they have a, an emergency relief fund helping, you know, people pay their rent or pay for their daycare, whatever they need, you know, just to make ends meet during this time. So we're trying to do $500 grants. Yes. And we're trying mm-hmm. to um, get people to donate by going to mytalk1071.com. I mean, think about arts in this community. Chris, can you just share a little bit about, I mean, this is what you do, um, you know, cover the arts and how important it is. Yeah, you know, it's such a big part of, I think, how the Twin Cities define themselves is the the kind of historic going back to Dayton's support of the arts. But even before that, uh, what a vibrant arts community is. I mean, it's why Tyrone Guthrie came here in the early 60s to put, out, to put together one of the first regional theaters in the country. And uh, I've often heard, you know, you often hear that thing about if Minnesota didn't have a professional football team, we'd be a colder Omaha. But the same thing is true of the arts. And I mean, I would argue it uh, enters into a lot more people's homes than, for instance, a professional football team does, because it's mm-hmm. such an important part of how we define ourselves and nourish ourselves. That's the other thing is nourish yourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and, oh, I just think of some of the cool things that we've seen in our well, community. I, every time I think of, like, anyone that we ever interview, like, with even, well, I'll just use theater, for example, and not, not use a band for this one, but people that come from out of town or whatever, and they're like, you know, people make a living in this town acting. Right. People make a living in this and town it's not singing LA or, or playing music or i mean you know like they're like that's to them like that is how big uh of a performing community um, community it is here 
Yeah, and uh, and I'm so glad you guys are working on behalf of Springboard for the Arts because I know a bunch of people who have benefited from, the, from those grants. And, you know, they haven't been able to do the thing they're trained to do and love since March. Yeah, so. and they're, they're, they offer all kinds of different ways that they assist people. And, you know, we might even be making people aware that are out there that are in a creative uh, uh, venture themselves. with our, They might not even know about them. So they're raising yeah, awareness right. that way that they can contact them. All yeah, right, it's so a beautiful, beautiful thing. It it is okay. So Chris, did you hear this breaking news about Celine Dion? I did. Do we think she can play anybody other than Celine Dion? Well, well, I don't know. Okay, this is the titled project. Okay, it's called Text for You, and it could it sounds like either a hot cheesy disaster or a winner. I'm not. Sure, but it's an American, Chris, I want you to weigh in. It's an American remake of a foreign movie, which I think is what? What do you think? That's a good sign or a bad sign? That can turn out fine. It was a, I mean, it can be a disaster, but it can turn out fine. Okay, and it's about text message dating. And the deadline description used the phrase most recent rewrite. And it's based on this uh, German film called SMS Verdut. I, Deke, Deke, D-I-C-H. Don't ask me. It sounds like said Deke. It's about a woman who, to ease the pain after losing her fiancé, starts to send romantic texts to his old cell. And the phone number has been reassigned to a man across town suffering from the same heartbeat. They meet, feel connection, blah, blah, blah. And Celine Dion is, the, is a major plot point. She's the woman. Yeah. I just, I don't know. She's such a singular presence. It's hard for me to imagine how she can uh, bury herself in a part and not make us think she's Celine Dion. But who knows? She's done amazing things in the past. She has done then amazing things Priyanka in the past. what is Priyanka Chopra's gonna, uh, role going to be? It's Priyanka Chopra it's, and it's Celine Dion. No, and it's Sam Hewitt. And Sam Hewitt from Outlander. Outlander. But is, Jamie. Yeah, so I just wonder, is Celine Dion the music that Priyanka and Sam make beautiful love to? Are we misunderstanding? I'm going to tell you what I have, okay? Okay. Celine Dion and her music to star in new drama text for you. Priyanka Chopra and Sam Hugan will fall in love with Dion's music as the soundtrack is the remake. So it is the music. I had a little more than you guys, but I was letting you guys just go off. I didn't want to interrupt. Maybe she's kind of a fairy godmother almost. Maybe. With her music. And maybe she could appear. Like it can work. Yeah, that could work. That could work. Okay, are there any, like, are you, um, are there um, Twin City Film Fest? Are there any great movies that we should know about? We gotta come back. We gotta come back. Will you stay with us, Chris? Sure. All right. We're talking with Chris Hewitt from the Star Tribune. Um, This is Lori and Julia. We will be right back. Coming back with the music from Psycho. Psycho, very because good. Because I heard you guys are going to want to talk scary movies. Well, we are. We're, we're talking with uh, Chris Hewitt from the Star Tribune. He covers, um, pl- he covers theater and uh, movies. And, of course, his job has changed just like everybody else's. But, Chris, I have to say that I think all of you guys that cover arts and entertainment at at both the papers, you both of you guys have just done a great job of like just kind of digging into stuff and giving us other recommendations of what to watch and cat. You know, I don't know. You guys have just been doing a great job of 
coming Being up creative. with yeah, good content. That's very nice of you. Thank you. I've been really inspired by the stuff that my colleagues have written, I know. It's kind of been, it, yeah, in like a weird way, the energy. But I was just thinking about, um, uh, you know, we're raising money for Springboard for the Arts for our project down in Dirty. but um, And we've got a match today. We do. So your money is doubled. But if you were somebody who six years ago enjoyed Project Down and Dirty, the musical, every think of all the people who were employed. Yep. Those, that was a working job for those people. And I mean, dancers, singers, lighting people, grips, camera. Right. You enjoyed Directors. us at the Mystic Lake. Right. All of that. The Project Rock and Roll. The, the musical the comedy I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain we have a podcast called Blinded by the Item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Comedy, the rock and roll show. Yeah. That was all... There's a lot of people. That was all band and yep. singers and lighting people and all of that so if you enjoyed any of those just like you can just think because you can't see us in person just think about you know donating money and at the very least buy a ten dollar thing to listen to the show and your, and your money is doubled yeah today. it's doubled so today. aquarius home services has been generous okay. all right so back to you chris. back to you uh chris let's talk about i loved your thing last week you had scare me some classics about your kind of seven, because this is the time of year when all the movie channels, they give all the streaming service, they have all their horror, but how do you weed through it so you don't watch junk? You gave us a list. I did. Seven of my favorites. Okay, all let's right, go give through it to them. them. Well, uh, I don't have them in front of me, but I think we'll I tell you. remember the most of them. <laughs> okay, I bet uh, you can. Alien. Alien. The, the, People love that. That was that's that movie still holds up, don't you think? Oh my gosh. Did you the rewatch scenes, it? Especially Yeah, I did. And those scenes where they're investigating the various almost tentacles of the craft they're in where they know the right. monster is lurking above them or below them or in the heating ducts. So, oh, those scenes are so suspenseful. Yeah, they they oh, that is that is really good. Um okay, let's talk about cuz Casey and I just watched this last year for Halloween. And I think you might have recommended it, and that was um, John Carpenter's The Thing, the 1982 version, and that was scary. Oh, my gosh. It's a little bit like Alien in some ways, because they're, in this case, instead of being in space, they're in, I think it's Antarctica? It could I be think so. Arctic. I think anyway. it was Antarctica. Okay. And they're in sort of a research, a scientific lab out in the middle of nowhere. And it turns out there's this creature that's a shapeshifter that can mm -hmm. assume human form. And wow. it's also hiding in the heating ducts and uh, Kurt Russell's in it. Yeah, it's yeah, a great movie. It's that, that really, really is good. Now, this movie you recommended, I still, you know, think it was the scariest movie I ever saw. But it was probably because I was only in eighth grade, The Exorcist. Is Your it, mother let you see The Exorcist when you were in eighth grade? I think grade? a lot of she people. She didn't know my uncle took me for my birthday. 
You and Casey uh, have that in common because Casey's thought very young And then too. I was convinced I was going to be possessed by the devil, devil for like at least two months. I was absolutely well, you were the same age as Reagan. Yes, no, it was a terrible, so that movie, but you watched it again and it is a scary movie. I think it holds up. A, a couple of people wrote to me after I wrote that story and yeah. said that they don't think it holds up. But I did watch it recently, and I don't know. I don't know that the the, the devil on the bed scenes are the scariest. Right. But the walking up those stairs and the stuff with the priests and Ellen Burstyn is a mother who's confronting this horrible right. thing that's possessing her child. I, I think it's still scary. Okay, now this, I think AMC is showing every version of Halloween that's possible, however many iterations, but the original Halloween, the 1978, the original, what your thoughts on, I mean, it made your list, so obviously you you like it, and, and tell us why. Well, I went with the OG, but I actually like a lot of the Halloweens. The one with Josh Hartnett is surprisingly good, Okay, and the one that... The one that came out two years ago where Jamie Lee Curtis. That was great. And, oh, another really good one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's something about Michael Myers that uh, he's got to be one of the sturdiest villains in these horror movies of all because he is scary no matter what. I mean, part of it is probably because we just don't know very much about him. But. Right. I'm going to watch the one with John Josh Carpenter. Hartnett. I've that's, never seen him. Oh, yeah, Julia, this is I, now this we're is, out of her wheelhouse. I, I'm, she just, like I'm sitting back and thinking people should donate. <laughs> Julia, that's fine, but we're going to keep going with our scary movies because people it. are looking for it. And yes. I remember going to the theater and seeing this with Casey and... What movie? And I believe, uh, I think at least his daughter, because it was 2005, The Descent. Oh. Such a good movie. And I don't think people know that one as much as some of the other ones that we've been talking about. But it's about these six female friends who decide to go into a cave together. They're, I think at least some of them are experienced spelunkers. <laughs> and some are not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that word. Thank you. Um, and so it's scary enough because they're in this confined dark space. But then after they start getting in and out of some scrapes as a result of that, it turns out there is something else down there with them that's even scarier. It, I scream, I, and I recently watched that again and I was screaming out loud in my living room. I'd forgotten a lot of it. <laughs> that director, whoever did that movie, ha- had the right thing with the, you know, kind of sometimes you couldn't and then the music and yeah yeah his name is neil marshall and he is another movie that is somewhat similar although it's men instead of women called dog soldiers that is about werewolves and it has a similar quality where the scary stuff just sneaks up on you and then kind of grabs you by the throat Mm. Rocco, did you ever see that movie the descent you, you don't know. like scary. Really that's don't. right. No, we're not. We're just listening for other people. We're doing this for people who love to watch scary. And then let's talk about the last one because I remember Donnie saw this movie first, came in raving about it the Swedish vampire movie. Let the right one in, which surprisingly is one of those movies you know you were talking about remaking foreign movies there's an american version of it that is really good too but the swedish one is the best one it's this little girl who's kind of cute and uh she befriends this family and it turns out that she's a vampire 
and a lot of really unexpected and innovatively shot and horrible things start to happen. Okay. Yep. That's I I I only saw the American one. I, we need to check out the original. Oh, I think you like it a lot. Yeah. There's a swimming pool scene that's really amazing. Oh my gosh. I just we're jumping out loud uh screaming. I'd love to do that in a movie. Oh, me too. And I mean, the best thing is almost when they can figure out a way to combine scary with funny, because then right. both of them sort of work to to amp up the scares and the laughs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let us ask like you. Like Jaws. Mm-hmm. Like Jaws, exactly. And then don't forget the best Korean zombie, the best zombie movie oh. of all time, Train to Busan. Oh, uh, such a good movie. Did you hear they're making a sequel? I hope it is good. I mean, they've got a lot to live up to because Train to Busan is so good. Oh, that movie is so good. I hope it's good, too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Chris, did you like On the Rocks, the Bill Murray, Sophia Coppola? I loved it. I did, too. The Rashida Jones and Bill Murray yeah. are just so fun to hang out with. Oh, it was so uh, good. Thank Chris. Thank you. Kind of slight, but fun. You thought it was light, but that was okay. Yeah, All right. Thank you so much, Chris. Chris. So good to talk to you. Read Chris in the Star Tribune. Follow me. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.